0: You're listening to Wanderlust on Bondi Beach Radio. We are back. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks and I apologise for not making the last show. I came down with that horrible flu that's going around Sydney at the moment. Uh, but I'm back and I'm very, very excited. This is, of course, our Wanderlust, our travel and adventure show here on Bondi Beach Radio. And I've got a pretty packed show for you, considering it's been a bit of a break. Um, Sri Lanka is a destination that keeps coming up on my radar lately, uh, with friends saying it's the new Bali, maybe, or India, uh, in that you get a cheapest chips adventure in a stunning location full of amazing cultural diversity and also a bit of kick-ass beaches there too. So tonight on the show, I'll be speaking with Sydney blogger of Leicester Lost, uh, Delphine Mignon, about what makes Sri Lanka a spot that you really should would have on your bucket list. I've also got travel news, which is going to reveal the world's most beautiful country according to a new Rough Guides poll. And we'll also find out where the best spot to base yourself in is. if you're lucky enough to be uh, a digital nomad, which is one of the very big things at the moment. We'll also be taking a wild spin of the web where I share some awesome travel links and stylish digs and adventurous articles online and the like like that. Um, This is the second time we'll be doing that segment, which ties in with um, my blog, Wild spin of the World. Uh, we've also got new music by Wolf Alice, Lapai, Cloud Control, Everything Everything, Grizzly Bear, The Flaming Lips, Arcade Fire. There is so much new music out at the moment. I love this time of year. You're on wonderlust, So make your list of what you think of the world's most beautiful countries. Tweet them to me maybe at Katie Mayers or later in the show. We'll find out what Rough Guide readers have to say about that and maybe what some of you guys do as well. Um, the first song I wanted to play for you this evening, though, is by Mono, which is um, from Bradford on Avon in the UK. And their track is off their Kaboom EP. What a great name, DP, And a nice little named song, too. This is Cuddling. So giving you a big cuddle from the Bondi Beach Radio Studio this evening. Stick with us for the next couple of hours. I'm very excited about her uh, upcoming shows. Uh, She is playing Melbourne Workers' Club on Thursday the 14th of September in Sydney at the Lansdowne. We love that new venue. On Saturday, the 16th of September, I'm totes going to be there. You should come say hi. Uh, and Wollongong at the Rad Bar on Friday, the 22nd of September. But that song there was called Tonight After The Show. Before that, we heard Foster The People off their new album, Sacred Hearts Club with SHC. And Your Mono before that with Cuddling. Ah, oh, that got us off to a nice start, didn't it? Those guys are from Bradford on Avon. I've been missing the UK at the moment because it is... Uh, Well, the very end of summer for those guys over there. uh, But I do love a bit of a UK summer. Um, I've got some more Arcade Fire and other stuff coming up for you, but I did mention that later in the show we'll be finding out what Rough Guide readers think is the most beautiful country in the world. And I really want to hear your thoughts on this. So hit me up over Twitter, at Katie Mayers, or on Facebook. Our Facebook page is Wanderlust on Bondi Beach Radio. There's already been a bit of chatter about it over there. Uh, Nina Taylor is saying that Tibet and Myanmar are the most beautiful countries in the world. I actually can't disagree with her because I've never been But I would love to go to both of those places. So thanks for that, Nina. Uh, Patricia Peck from the US says, it's a tie between Scotland and New Zealand for me. Well, that's an interesting one. Um, I love both of those countries and there may or may not be one of those in sort of the top list of rough guides as well. So let's just see uh, what we hear about later. Coming up a bit later, I'm going to tell you a few more of our um, listeners' comments uh, about what they think is the most beautiful country in the world and later on. In our travel news, we're going to hear from the Rough Guide poll and what uh, came up as the top, well, what came up was the top 20 and some interesting inclusions and also some very controversial omissions, I think, for anyone listening to the show as well. Uh, but I do have a bit more music for you now, and I'm a bit obsessed with the new Arcade Fire album, as some of you probably are as well. Um, I've been playing sort of a different track from it on the show um, in the last kind of few shows because they've got new music out and I'm I'm so hoping, are they coming to Australia? Does anyone know? I should look that up. Uh, there's some great festivals coming to Australia and concerts coming, so I will be telling you a bit more about that. But don't forget to also go and see La Pie at the Lansdowne on the 16th. Uh, but this song of Arcade Fire is actually not necessarily off their brand new album, but it is a single they released recently with Mavis Staples and it's I Give You Power. I hope you enjoy this one. Turn it up. We've also got some Wolf Alice and some La Femme coming up. And heaps of other good stuff down the track. Uh, We'll also be chatting to Delphine Mignon a bit later on about Sri Lanka. So he's happening. Stick around.
1: I give you power over me. I give you power, but I gotta be free. I give you me-
2: était de a classe
0: sounds of La Femme there with Exorciseur. That band is from France, just in case you couldn't guess. Uh, Before that, we heard Don't Delete the Kisses from Wolf Alice. Those guys are from North London. And their new album, Visions for Life, is due out later this month. And at the top, we heard I Give You Power featuring Mavis Staples from Arcade Fire. And if you follow click on Facebook, as I'm sure many of you do, you should definitely check out uh, Win Butler from Arcade Fire, who uh, just did a hilarious uh, video for them, as my uh, lovely partner in crime said, it was "win for the win, um, but one of the funny quotes from that is, this song has it all, a beak and anus and a hat. So it's basically Wynne Butler talking about how he creates music and I definitely think you'll uh, love to check that one out. Coming up very shortly, I'm going to be speaking uh, all about Sri Lanka from the lovely blogger behind Lester Lost. So do um, keep... Keep with us for that one, uh, but I, we have been talking about uh, the world's most beautiful destinations because Rough Guide have just come out with their um, reader poll about what is the most the world's most beautiful destination, so I'm going to be telling you a little bit about that later in the show, but I've been asking for people to hit me up over Twitter and over Facebook and um tell me what they think. And uh, Lynn Scrivens from Melbourne says, I would say maybe Switzerland or Canada, but maybe that's because the mountains are just so different to the Australian landscape. Bolivia is also beautiful. It's hard to define beautiful just by natural landscape. Otherwise, Italy would also be up there. It's also got beautiful architecture and stuff like that. So thank you, Lynn, for uh, your input. Uh, We've also had Shanna Daisy, who said, so Australia, because I'm biased, it's beautiful, but I don't think I could name a country though she does reference Cappadocia in Turkey and Pitiligano in Italy and I have to say I'm not familiar with that Particular place, so I'll have to definitely check it out. But she says those are beautiful spots. We've also got Kate Cunningham from Sydney who says Switzerland or Canada or New Zealand would be her pick. Mountains of mountains. And there's a bit of a mountain theme going on with people's uh, way of deciding what they think the world's most beautiful country is. Uh, I've got just a little bit more music for you before we um, launch into talking all about Sri Lanka. Later on in the show, I'm also going to be doing a wild spin of the web as well, talking about. Some of the really cool things I've found online in the world of travel. Um, so do stick around for that. And we'll also be doing travel news. And in addition to the world's most beautiful destinations or countries, I should say, we're also going to be talking about what destinations have just um, been voted the best cities in which to live in if you're a digital nomad. So there's lots of cool things coming up in the show. Uh Another, I just mentioned that with Arcade Fire, I've been playing some stuff from their new record, but another new record, which, you know, to have The War on Drugs and Arcade Fire both come out with new records at around about the same time means it's a very exciting time for me. Uh, And I hope you feel the same. I want to play another song off their um, new album, A Deeper Understanding, which is just out. Uh, This one's called Pain. And coming up, I've also got some Ilabamba for you. Uh, Do stick around. I look forward to having a chat with um with Lesser Lost all about Sri Lanka. from 2013. They're a wonderful Scottish band. I have a bit of a girl crush on Lauren Mayberry, actually, and some of my favourite songs is actually by the guy who sings in the band, who's the keyboardist Martin Doherty, on vocals. Um, before that, we heard Ila Bamba with Orca. They're touring the US this September and October. They're from Portland, and the War on Drugs at the top there with Pain off their up off their new album, A Deeper Understanding. But I have been saying that we're going to have a great chat about uh, Sri Lanka, and I'm joined on the phone now by next guest, who is a Sydney-based travel blogger, Delphine Mignon, whose blog, Lester Lost, is a really great resource for travel in both Sydney and beyond. Delphine, welcome to the show. Thank you, Katie.
3: Very happy to be here.
0: Ah, It's absolutely our pleasure. Um, Now, Delphine, I just want to start from the beginning for a moment. Uh, You grew up in France. Whereabouts in France did you grow up and what was that like?
3: Um, I grew up in Paris. Um, what was that like? Look, who, who wouldn't want to grow up in Paris? Um, uh, no, it was, it was great. It was great going to school, you know, in one of the nicest um, areas of Paris. I was also very fortunate that my family had, you know, holiday houses around the place. So I, you know, I traveled around a bit for the holidays. So I, I got to see quite a lot of the country.
0: That sounds absolutely beautiful. And for anyone who's traveled to France, we know that there are a lot of beautiful places to go. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there's coast and there's wine country and there's all kinds of beautiful spots. But what I'm interested in what brought you to Australia.
3: Um, well, I moved for love. Oh. I, traveled, I traveled young <laughs> and I went to Vietnam uh, 21 years ago. Um, for a number of reasons, one of them being that my my grandparents were actually born there. Um, And I met an Australian man and the following year I moved to Australia on a working holiday visa and I didn't look back. I've been here ever since. Amazing. And
0: what got you into travel blogging as well? Was it kind of mainly because you were living in this new city and people back home were interested in what you were doing or what sort of motivated that?
3: Um, well, I, I traveled very young. I, I started my travels when I was 16. Uh, it was very much a, a way of life. And then when I came to Australia, I got into, you know, work and, and career and everything else. So I didn't travel as much. And I would, you know, my travel was, was really uh, about going back to France to visit family. So I I didn't do a lot of travel and I missed it. And I realized that I had something that not everyone had, which was that I traveled on my own very young. I was, you know, very enthusiastic about it. And travel has changed, obviously, so I wanted to get back into it. Mm. And I I also graduated in in tourism many years ago, so I thought, you know, I'll I'll tell my stories. There are plenty of people out there who, who are not very confident with their ability to travel, um, so I thought I'd, you know, I'd share my experiences with people so they can say to themselves, you know what, I'll go out today and, and explore and, and see something enjoyable.
0: And that's one of the things I love about your blog, actually, even as a sydney cider, and I know you've been living here for quite some time as well. Um, I find things on your blog that I had no idea existed. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've walked across the Sydney Harbour Bridge, but it wasn't until reading your site that I found out about the Harbour Bridge pylon lookout. So
3: you don't have to pay I to know. go
0: up on the the, <laughs> the bridge climbing. I know.
3: Look, it's $15. Yeah. It's $15, and you get the most amazing views. And if you don't have the time or or you know if you're too scared to do the bridge climb for example mm. it's such a great way to to go up there and see the views and you get very close to the structure of the bridge which I find is so beautiful because you know you, you drive on on a bridge every day and you may necessarily not necessarily look at it but I look at it and I love the structure I love the stories behind it and you know on, on a, on a on a good day, on a beautiful summer's day or even winter's day, it's it's just an amazing sight. Mm.
0: And uh, in addition to amazing, lots of amazing articles about, um, about Sydney, one of the things I noticed recently is that you've travelled to Sri Lanka. So I was kind of like, we have to talk about this. And I'm interested, uh, first, before we talk about some of the amazing reasons why everyone needs to go to Sri Lanka, I'm interested in what made you kind of head over there.
3: Um, well, I, I was actually joining my dad. Um, my my dad uh, was was there for for, for a few weeks, um, visiting a, an old friend of his, and I, I just did the little girl thing. I said, "Please, Daddy, take me with you," <laughs> <That> <laughs> and it stops. worked. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. So so he flew in from France, and and a few few weeks after that, I flew in from Sydney. Excellent.
0: I want to go through a bit of a kind of why we all need to go to Sri Lanka. And um, you've kind of given us five reasons to visit Sri Lanka. And one of them you mentioned is uh, sort of the cultural and religious diversity. Can you tell us a bit about your experience with that?
3: Um, yeah, look, um, Sri Lanka is a small, small island, but it was very important in, in history in the way that, because it was um, on on the spice route, mm. uh, and it was a great provider of, of spices, which were a very high currency. You know, sometimes some some spices were more expensive than gold. Um, so it was colonized by the Portuguese, the Dutch, the British. Um, so it has a very rich and complex history, mm. and it's got great diversity in terms of uh, cultures and religions. So it's mainly Buddhist but there are also Hindus, uh, Muslims, and Christians. So all of that is mixed in you know, a relatively small spaces. And in Gaul, which is the, the great city of the South, you can have a Buddhist temple, a Hindu temple, uh, a mosque, uh, an Anglican, and a Catholic church all on the same street. So I, I found that fascinating. My experience with Buddhism was limited to India many years ago. And Buddhism is not practiced anymore, really, in, in India. So all you see is relics and, you know, uh, ruins, really. Mm-hmm. Whereas in, in Sri Lanka, it's, it's very much alive. So you, you go to a temple and it's full of people. People bring their children, their babies to be blessed. They make offerings. They're, you know, pretty big crowds. But you get to experience the historical, the, the religious and cultural element. And you're amongst the people. You know, they'll talk to you, you're, they're perfectly comfortable with, with you taking photos. Um, they're very welcoming. So I found that, I found that aspect um, uh, very enticing.
0: Absolutely. That's kind of, yeah, the history and all those kind of things are often what makes destinations so fascinating. And you've also um, mentioned that the wildlife is something that is one of the really big draw cards, but also something that's quite, quite controversial as well.
3: Um, yeah look there's there's a big um, big wildlife tourism in in Sri Lanka you know you, you can go on safaris to, to view animals um, they they have um, sea turtle release programs there's whale watching um, one of the highlights the absolute highlights for me in Sri Lanka was to go and see elephants uh, in one of the one of the parks in Kaudula. Um because most You know, most people will experience elephants in a zoo. There's maybe one or two of them, and they just stand around and don't do very much. Whereas the sight of a hundred elephants interacting with each other, playing, you know, the the mothers looking after their babies, it it is absolutely something. It is controversial. That sort of tourism is controversial because there's still, you know, places where you can ride elephants, there are um, elephant orphanages. Um, I, I declined to visit one, um, but I actually should have done that in order to compare with with the park. Um, so seeing animals in the wild is is absolutely an experience to have, but you have to ensure that the interaction we have you have with the uh, with the animals is uh, you know is ethical and, mm-hmm. and 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 fair, and that you're not uh, you're not imposing too much on on their environment, yeah.
0: and especially in the wild. If there's like a hundred of them, that's com- incredible. That must be such a wonderful experience to have.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, 100 a hundred elephants at a time, and and their their personal interaction. And animals, are, uh, elephants are very expressive animals. Uh, you know that you can you can see their their eyes quite well, and the, you know they smile through their eyes in a way. And seeing them in the wild made me think. Well, they look a lot happier than what I've seen in a zoo.
0: Oh wow, that's definitely an experience worth worth having. Uh, one of the other things that you mentioned as a reason to visit Sri Lanka is, let's face it. I mean, I love to shop when I travel, <laughs> and you've mentioned that
3: that's yes, me a really
0: good reason to go to Sri Lanka.
3: Um, yes, look, I'm I'm into handmade. I, I make a lot of uh, a lot. Of and when I travel I like to look for things that are hand handmade and I have an interest in understanding how they're made. Um and we've all had the experience of, you know, buying something in a market in Bali or Thailand or something mm-hmm. like that. And it looks great and you know, you're you're kind of in the moment and then you get home and you realise, oh it, it it it's not gonna work in my house mm-hmm. or it's cheaply made or you know, what was I thinking? Um, so I was very pleasantly surprised in Sri Lanka because I found a great, a combination of great craftsmanship and, and good design. Mm. So there's a couple of places I can recommend. Um, Barefoot is quite well known to travelers because it's got a cafe and, and, and a bookstore and they sell Sri Lankan made, uh, all sorts of things, uh, clothing, uh, toys, a, a lot of table linen. Um, and I found their their the quality of the the design and the craftsmanship is is really is really of high quality, and I bought some table sets because you know I wasn't going to to go crazy on that trip, but I use them every day, mm-hmm. and you know I bought lots of things uh, throughout my travels, and I can't you know a lot of things I've I've gotten rid rid of because. You sort of wear them out after a while, whereas this is really good quality. Um, Paradise Road is, is another good place. Um, it's a, a, a hotel and restaurant chain, and they have very, very good homewares. So, you know, always with a Sri Lankan design or, or flavor, but something you would definitely use in your house every day. And I like that approach because it's, it's a lot less wasteful mm. than just buying some, you know, cheap knickknack at the markets.
0: And that's one of the things I really like about your blog as well, is it does have kind of, it shows your interest in crafts and handicrafts. And for anyone who's listening in and doesn't have a pen handy, you could just go to Lesterlost.com after this, because there is an article all about um, some of the wonderful handicrafts you can get in Sri Lanka. Uh, But you also cite food and food experience as one of the really good reasons to go to Sri Lanka. What was your experience with that?
3: Um, Yeah, look, food is is really excellent and, and very diverse. I guess Sri Lankan food is probably less known than, you know, your your typical Indian fare. Um so it was it was a really interesting discovery. So there are lots of curries, lots of rice dishes, uh seafood, lots of spices, um, but also lots of very vegetarian dish. Um and they're very good with their condiments. So I, I once ordered a um a typical Sri Lankan meal in a restaurant and I had, I think, four curries and five condiments. And my dad had one, you know, one plate for a Western meal. And I thought, you know, this is, this is beautiful because all the little condiments were, you know, diverse, yet very simple. Um, but you, you get this great selection of flavors um, and it all works very well. So it's, you know, if you're into food, you can find cooking in some places. Um, and it's definitely something I will do next time. Um, but again, one one of the, the highlights of my trip.
0: And when you mentioned the condiments, do you sort of, are they mainly like chutneys and writers and things like that? Is that the sort of
3: thing? Yeah, uh, yeah, chutney, sambal is a big thing. So oh. sambal, the, the the base of sambal is shredded coconut, lime juice and red onion. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make many different ones. So, you you know, you might have, uh, chopped uh, green beans with them, that sort of thing, and they they will go with they will match them with different curries.
0: Oh wow, I love all that stuff. So <laughs> you've got me. I'm like I get to have like five on a plate. This is perfect.
3: Uh, <laughs> and one of the
0: other things that you mentioned um, you really loved about Sri Lanka is uh, some of the adventure travel. What did you experience?
3: Yeah, so the, the the great thing about Sri Lanka is that you know it's it's not very big it's a small island but you 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 have a great selection of, of options in terms of you know do you want to climb a mountain do you want to discover a, a tea estate um, uh, do you want to, to visit a, a spice garden um, you know you can explore the jungle you um, so it's it's very diverse you can also um, you know chill out on the beach in the south uh, there's a place called Marisa which is a big surfing destination so you know between the UNESCO sites um, the the mountains the the beaches the, the you know all the cultural stuff there, there is something for everyone, and and you know I, I don't like to do just one thing when I travel. I like to um, you know discover and, and 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 shop and and at the end of the tour, I like to relax a little bit. So you know we went to the beach for a few days and and uh, it was it was a great great end to our trip. Mm. Uh,
0: on that, can you tell us a little bit about the different areas or different spots in Sri Lanka that you did visit?
3: Um, well, I spent a bit of time around Kandy. Um, so there are there, there, so Kandy is the former uh, imperial capital. So that's where a lot of the uh, a lot of the, the temples and the culturally significant sites are. Um, and around that area, I went to Kaudulla, which which is the, the, the animal park. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent some time in Colombo uh, oh. with, with my dad's friend. And I went to Gaul, uh, which is the, the city of the south, um, which is an an old Portuguese uh, fortified city. Um, and that, that has to be on everyone's itinerary because it's, um, uh, you know, it's quite touristy, but still very evocative of the, the, the colonial past of Sri Lanka.
0: I'm basically picturing like beautiful Portuguese tiles and all that <laughs> exactly
3: all the really exactly. and then stuff. and then you get to have uh, high tea in, in in a beautiful colonial hotel around the pool. Oh. It's it's perfectly mixed.
0: I'm completely convinced from what you've said that there's a, a <laughs> lot of beautiful things to experience in Sri Lanka and I'm'm I'm, I'm definitely dying to get there. what what's your, what's next on your sites in terms of places that you're really keen to visit?
3: Um, well, I'm actually going to uh, France and Morocco uh, next week. So I'm going to have three weeks in Morocco.
0: So you're on, uh, a, which is a, you're, you're on a tile hunting mission. <laughs> no,
3: just kidding. <laughs> 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 oh, you did say um, you love
0: your handicrafts, so I can't say I'm yes, surprised. <laughs> yes, so
3: I'll, be, I'll be doing a lot of um, uh, research around around Morocco. I've, I've been going to Morocco since I was born. So I, I know it quite well, but I'm going to go there this time as a travel blogger. Um, so I'm very excited. So, uh, you can, you can follow me on social. I'll be, I'll be out there on, on Instagram stories.
0: Which leads me to my next thing. Uh, Firstly, I want to say, anyone wanting to check out uh, Delphine's blog, it is Lester Lost. She's got all her uh, Sri Lankan articles on there and cool things to do in Sydney and beyond as well. We're looking forward to the Morocco Post. It's lesterlost.com. You can sign up to the e-newsletter for updates. You can also follow her travels on Facebook, Twitter, blog love and Instagram. You've got it all, lady. Uh, Delphine, thank you so much for joining us on Wonderlust this evening.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, and I, I look forward to speaking with you again.
0: Yeah, it's been a really nice chat, and I've loved having a bit of more of an insight into Sri Lanka. You're listening to Wanderlust on Bondi Beach Radio. Uh, this next song is by Blah Blah Blah.
4: Bye. Find your way Yes, I am.
0: sound of the Allah I'm a little bit obsessed with that band, especially their um, Reverberation Radio channel. If you haven't checked out Reverberation Radio, those guys are curating like the coolest playlists all the time. Um, That song there was called Satisfied. Uh, Before that, we heard Empress Of, which is the solo project of Los Angeles-based American singer-songwriter Loralee Rodriguez. Uh, Ethnically, her parents are Spanish-Honduran descent, so that's pretty cool. She's based in LA. Uh, Before that, we heard Good by LA from blah, 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 uh, which is a four piece from Chicago. And at the very top, we chatted to the lovely Delphine Mignon from the Lester Lost, which is one of my favorite Sydney blogs. You guys should definitely check it out, LesterLost.com. And we're podcasting the show this evening, so we will um, have it up online pretty shortly. And one of the things I've been asking you guys uh, this week is about what's the most beautiful country in the world? Uh, because rough guides have put out their list. They read a poll about what is the most beautiful country in the world and I've been saying some of the comments that you guys have been sending through. So thanks to everyone who's sent through comments this week. Um, I've got one from Georgia Steele. She says, Australia for beaches. There's nowhere better. Uh, Jackie Haywood says, one of my favourites is Slovenia. Alps and coast within an hour of each other. It should be a must on everyone's list. For a small country, it packs a punch and who would Want to swim in Lake Bled Um, I got two friends actually Who got married on a boat On Lake Bled They eloped It's very, very cool Uh, I wish that, you know I had been there because it it, it does look absolutely stunning. You've probably seen pictures. I'm sure you know what we're talking about, but Lake Bled is that one that has the fairy tale castle in the middle of the lake. Uh, It looks absolutely, absolutely stunning. But I do have travel news for you this evening. So I've been kind of teasing you out about all the uh, destinations that people are saying are their their favourites or they think you're the most beautiful in the world. But I am about to let you know what it is that Rough Guide uh, voted as the most beautiful countries. But first in travel news, uh, Qantas CEO Alan Joyce has plans to ensure that Qantas will be flying their famed kangaroo route between Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne to London without a stopover by partnering with Airbus and Boeing to make sure that planes that make sure that there are planes that are capable of flying this route direct and that they're in place by twenty. Uh, 2022 and the initiative is called Project Sunrise. As part of the project, non-stop flights to New York, Rio, Paris and Cape Town are also being planned. He says, over the next 12 months, we would like to work independently with both companies on performance and design parameters that would deliver an air... Par- an aircraft with the right range and the right econ- economics for Qantas to make this vision a reality. I'm glad they've got cost in mind. Uh, that would ultimately lead to a competitive tender process ahead of a potential order for the successful aircraft type. So that's a little bit exciting because um, it's basically gonna sort of you know, stop us having to go, um, some people might not mind about that, to Dubai and Singapore and places like that on the way to London and Europe. But as promised, uh, rough guide to the most beautiful countries. Australia has been snubbed in the newest reader poll from Rough Guides where they asked what the world's most beautiful countries are. Down Under didn't even get a mention in the top 20 list with Scotland taking out the top spot. Uh, The listing asks... Who can deny that those wild beaches, deep locks and craggy castles are some of the most beautiful and wonderful sights in the world? A suitably chuffed Malcolm Rowhead, uh, Chief Executive of Visit Scotland, said, We are delighted that Scotland has received this remarkable accolade from Rough Guide readers, but of course it will be no surprise to anyone who has encountered our wonderful country. New Zealand came in at spot number three on the beautiful list, uh, just behind Canada at number two both of which are hard to disagree with uh, other countries making the top 10 uh, Italy at number four South Africa at number five is South Africa a country I'm pretty sure Africa is the country um, Indonesia at number six England at number seven Iceland at number eight nine at is USA and number 10 is Wales In other news, uh, in other best of news, I should say, a report by People Per Hour has found that Berlin is the best city for digital nomads to live and work. Due to such factors as monthly salaries, the amount of co-working spaces, crime rates, visa requisites and the overall cost of living. The city's Cold War past is cited as one of the reasons that cost of living has remained lower than other German cities like Frankfurt and Munich. Lonely Planet has pointed out that digital heavy roles like social media managers, writers, editors and graphic designers have seen an increase in people choosing new locations from which to work as, as freelancers. The top five cities for freelance professionals, according to the report, are Berlin, Istanbul, Bengaluru, you may have known as um, Bangalore, Bangalore, uh, Vancouver, and Lisbon are the top five cities for digital nomads. So there you go. If you're if you're working as someone who's a graphic designer or a writer or something like that, maybe Berlin's your next stop. In other travel news. Spain's annual tomato throwing festival, Fiasco, has seen 20,000 people hurling big, red, squishy fruits at each other. At La Tomatina, which took place on the 30th of August in Bunol in eastern Spain, 160 tonnes of tomatoes were released onto the streets where the world's biggest food fight took place, which was actually inspired by a food fight between kids of the tomato producing region in 1945. It cost $15 to get involved and is on the bucket list of many, many, many travellers. They must sell a lot of clothes in that town straight after as well, I reckon. So there you go. That's our travel news for the week. I hope you enjoyed it and um, I'm not sure how you're feeling about Scotland but I must say I lived over in Scotland for a little bit so I'm quite happy with that result. Uh, I hope that you guys are too. But we do have more music for you. And coming up very, very shortly, we're going to do a wild spin of the web. Some of the cool things we've found on the web in the last uh, few weeks uh, that you might want to check out in terms of amazing travel related content. Uh, But first up, I wanted to play this next song for you, which is from a band called Angelo D'Augustine. It's crazy, stoned and gone. You're listening to Wanderlust.
1: Everybody knows.
0: Track there is uh, actually an album of Mali music by Damon Albun, who you obviously know from Blur. He did it in 2014. It is so, so cool. That was Malian Musicians and Damon Album. Uh, the song was called Makalele. Oh, no, Makalekele. Sorry, I missed out a syllable there. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. Get, got a very nice vibe for our travel show here this evening. This is Last, I am Katie Mayers. Before that, we heard Everything, Everything off their new album, A Fever Dream. That song was called Desire. They were one of the first bands I ever uh, reviewed when I was reviewing music back at Repeat Button. I do love that band very, very much. And at the top we heard Angelo D'Augustine off his album Swim Inside the Moon with Crazy, Stoned and Go. We've been basically playing lots and lots of new music this evening. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, I've got a few more comments coming through about what people think are the most beautiful country in the world. Uh, Scotland has taken it out in terms of um, the most beautiful country in the world as voted by rough guide readers Uh, but Shanna says New Zealand Lake Tekapo is stunning I couldn't agree more and Irina all the way from Switzerland says one of my favorite places is Croatia especially Uh, I have been there as well and I have to say I think it's Absolutely one of the most beautiful places I've been, so I, I can I can relate relate to that one as well. Um, I coming up in just a moment, we're gonna do a wild spin of the web, but I Speaking of new music, I did want to play you this new track from Cloud Control and their new album Zone has just been released. According to Rolling Stones, the band toiled away in several makeshift studios. There was wa- a one-room shopfront in Redfern, Sydney where they chucked a few killer parties and that's kind of around the corner from me so I'm a bit devastated I wasn't there. Um, the Headmaster's Cottage in their old high school in the Blue Mountains during school holidays, of course, and a garage in Haberfield which they say they they still rent from a fan named Jake how cool is that uh this song's called treetops coming up in just a moment we're going to be talking through a bit of a wild spin of the web this is cloud control <laughs> love track there from the flaming lips uh singer Wayne Coyne described his new 12 track oddsley Melody* as sounding like Sid Barrett meets ASAP Rocky and they get trapped in a fairy tale from the future uh that's a pretty good description I would say that song is called The Castle and the final track on that album also features Miley Cyrus who he's been collaborating with quite a bit lately um I'm still getting comments from you guys coming through. Thank you so much to everyone who's commented on what they think is the world's most beautiful destinations. And this evening, uh, Sarah Jane has said, I'd have to say the Irish countryside, cobbled roads and fences, rolling hills, if you're lucky enough to catch blue sky, it's Magical. I've also had uh, Mel Old say Thailand exclamation mark exclamation mark, and oh, all these great suggestions uh, coming through. Uh, I did promise you, though, that we are going to get into some Wild Spin of the Web, which is a segment where we're talking about um, all the amazing things that we can find on the web to do with travel, whether it's the lusty hotels, exotic food delights, stylish destination, podcasts worth sticking in your ears, all of these kinds of things. So some of the things that um, I've come across in the last little bit uh, since our last show uh, in terms of travel, we know Byron Bay's Spell and the Gypsy Collective for their uh, floaty floral boho clothes. I know that I own some of them in my wardrobe, but I only just discovered that they also have this very dreamy blog. Uh, there's an adorable post with a family th- called the a- Abeg family, who they travel to Big Sur and Yosemite in California, and it gives you some serious road trip envy. Be sure to watch the video and take down some notes. Uh, I assume that you all plan to do that trip at some point. I know that I do Big Sur to Yosemite I have been to Yosemite but not Big Sur It's definitely very very high on my list So check out the website Spell and the Gypsy Collective to get a bit of that vibe And there's a Another new hotel in Australia that I'm very, very excited about. It's called Tribe Hotel in Perth. And years ago, after coming back from a big year-long trip of being overseas, I was not ready to settle back in Australia, in Sydney, sorry, just yet. And I couldn't afford to get back overseas. So I decided instead to head for the far opposite coast and live in Fremantle. Uh, For around four months, I lived over there. And while I've been back to Perth a whole bunch, a few times since at least, uh, it's seeing this new tribe hotel on wallpaper, the website, um, that's made me sort of shuffle it back into the list of places that I want to visit in the not too distant future. I love me a beautiful design-focused hotel, uh, but you should definitely check out that one. I also did a piece of my blog about called Wild Five, which is new Australian hotel openings, with, of which there are a whole bunch, including Falls Creek and Byron Bay and all kinds of places, so you should check that out. Uh, another thing I'm really excited about, uh, which has come across my path, is there's an exhibition. Um, happening in Brisbane and it's another Australian city that's tempting me, tempting me away. Uh, But Goma, if you haven't been to Goma, it's an incredible, incredible um, um, art gallery on the South Bank. But um, it's called Travellers is this new exhibition and it's on now until the end of October. October, And it promises to feature works that capture images of discovery, trade, pilgrimage and forced relocation by various artists in a collection of, sculptures, prints, videos and paintings and then you can have a lovely you know, stroll down South Bank in uh, sunny Brisbane and it's always sunny, am I right? My god I haven't been there for a while but I hear even in the winter it basically has felt like summer this winter um, and In other stuff you can find online, if you're dreaming of safari, as I definitely am, uh, Camp's Bay Girl is a collection of inspiring photos and stories by South African blogger, Carlin. She recently made us envious with her stay in the Medique Kapano Lodge. It looks absolutely beautiful. It's got a plunge pool, a fireplace, all these things. It features some really great shots from her animal safari. So you should check out that blog. I really, really like it. It's Camp's Bay Girl. Camp's Bay is a place in... South Africa so there you go that's where the name came from and finally in our wild spin of the web uh, this week there's an amazing thing called a colour factory in San Francisco and I think you might need to check definitely pack an extra phone battery charger while you um, visit this insta drool of a new venue in San Francisco the team behind the cuteness overload website oh happy day have opened a pop-up venue full of colour experiences in one of my favourite cities it's open from now until the end of September so if you happen to be lucky enough to be in San Francisco or heading to San Francisco make sure you snap up some of the tickets for that Um, Oh Happy Day is a really cute website that has all kinds of um, they sell beautiful like bright coloured like party goods like insane balloon stuff and oh anyway you should check it out you'll absolutely love it Um, but I think that's enough for me in terms of um, talk 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 tonight I do because I do have a couple more tracks I want to play to you and we are getting towards the end of the show I hope you've been enjoying our show this evening Um, the next song that I wanted to play for you is another new track and it's by one of my favourite bands I think one of my favourite live bands and that is uh, Grizzly Bear they've got a new album out called Painted Ruins. This song's called Neighbours. I've got a couple more tracks to squeeze into the end of the show and I'll be back shortly. Show on a very happy vibe is very fitting tonight. I've had such a great time on the show this evening. I hope you've had a good time listening in. That song is called Dead Alive. Those guys are heading to Fairground Festival in Barrie, which is from Friday the 8th and Saturday the 9th of December. Alongside the likes of Future Islands, Japanese Breakfast, Client Liaison, Aldous Harding, Press Club, DD Dumbo and last loads more. it's. Um, I went the first year that was on and I had a total blast. So I, I highly recommend it. Check out fairgrounds.com.au. Before that, we heard the lovely sounds of Grizzly Bear with Neighbours off their new album, Painted Ruins. I wanted to say a huge thanks to Delphine Mignon from Lester Lost for joining us on the program today and telling us all about Sri Lanka. Be sure to visit her at leicesterlost.com for loads of travel inspiration. And a big thanks to everyone who commented on what they thought was the most beautiful country in the world. Um, and also, as always, a big thanks to... Bondi beach radio for being a house of independent radio with so many DJs who generously give their time to have these ACE shows with you. Uh, And I've had one more comment that's come through from Aletheia about the the most beautiful countries. She said Tulum in Mexico is a beautiful spot and New Zealand as well. So let's wrap up for the evening. Um, Coming up, we've got more goodness on Bonnet Beach Radio this evening. I'm going to be back in a fortnight. I'm Katie Mayers. You've been listening to Wanderlust, our travel and indie music show. So I might just leave you with a bit of Khalees. Who doesn't love a bit of Khalees? You're listening to Wanderlust on Bonnet Beach Radio. See you next time.
2: And I'm trending on uh-huh.